0: Hey guys, Debs here, and welcome to your monthly dose of Debs Watchlist. Super sorry that this episode came out a little bit later than usual. I actually had wanted to record and release this episode by the last week of June, but life got in the way, so sorry for the delay. Anyways, I'm super excited for today's episode because it's going to be another round of Debs Rex. With summer in full swing, a ton of new movies and shows have been coming out, so today I wanted to share the three films and shows I enjoyed the most this past June. First up, *Mayor of Easttown. So you've probably already heard of the show, because this was the show that everybody was talking about during its run. *Mayor of Easttown is a limited crime drama series from HBO, and it's actually one of their most successful shows to date. In fact, This series achieved the rare feat of increasing viewership with every single episode. And the only other HBO show to do that is The Undoing. Which, interestingly enough, is also a limited crime drama series. So what is the show about? Well, it's about Mare, a small-town detective who is determined... To solve the grisly murder of a teenage mom. And while Finding the Killer is definitely a key element of the story, this show is so much more than just a whodunit. It's also a very heavily character-driven drama, and one of the most compelling and satisfying parts of this show is to see the full story arc for each character. So maybe that's why this show is called Mayor of Easttown, and not something like The Undoing, or The Murder. Because this show isn't simply about cracking a murder case. It's also about everyday life in a small town and how one significant, tragic event can change an entire community. So I loved Maravis Town. I actually binged all the episodes right before the season finale because it was just so gripping. There was never a dull moment. And in terms of the murder case, The identity of the killer was truly surprising. Usually when you watch these kind of mystery crime shows, they always promote and market it as like, oh, mind-blowing, with a lot of plot twists and turns that you didn't see coming. But honestly, for most shows in this genre, after you've seen enough, you kind of know where things are headed. But not with Mare style. Almost no one could correctly guess who the murderer was, myself included, because the writer put in so many red herrings and... When the big reveal finally happens, there's just shock, followed by immense sadness. I don't want to spoil things, but when you know who the murderer is, it becomes a tragedy. Some crime shows make your blood boil at how evil the perpetrator is and you just want justice and no mercy. But Mayor of Easttown is different. And you're going to feel a very complicated swirl of emotions when the culprit is revealed. I also love the character development and dynamics in the show, which really add a lot of heart and a human touch to the series. The acting was also phenomenal. Kate Winslet as Mare was incredible, and I think she should get every award possible for her performance. I mean, she even mastered the Delco accent. And she's not even American, she's British, and she's nailing one of the most difficult accents to try to mimic in America. Side note, there's actually a really funny and brilliant Saturday Night Live parody of the show that focuses on her accent, and yeah, it's pretty great. So if you're looking for the perfect crime drama, then check out *Mayor of Easttown. I did want to note, though, that the show has very mature content, including some graphic scenes, And I know I've had a few listeners reach out saying they were caught a bit off guard by some of the graphic content in my previous recommendations. So here's your heads up. But hopefully that doesn't stop you from checking out the show. It's actually a lot more tame than HBO's other shows. So yeah, hopefully you can check it out on HBO Max. My next recommendation is In the Heights. So this is a movie... That was originally supposed to come out last summer, but because of the pandemic, its premiere was delayed to June of this year. And I was super excited to watch it because it's a musical. And I love musicals. But I was also particularly excited for In the Heights because it's an adaptation of a Broadway show of the same name written by Lin-Manuel Miranda, the creative genius behind Hamilton. Also, the movie is directed by John Chu who did a great job directing Crazy Rich Asians. So with these two great talents working together on a genre that I love, I was already sold on watching In the Heights before it even premiered. And the movie definitely did not disappoint. In fact, it surpassed all my expectations, and it's probably one of my most favorite movies this year thus far. The film is set in Washington Heights, New York, and it tells the story of young men and women who are trying to find their life's direction against a background of great change and turmoil within their community and the world at large. Most of the story is told through the eyes of Usnavi, a bodega owner who is debating whether to stay in Washington Heights or to move to the Dominican Republic to take on his late father's business. Through very vibrant music and dance, the movie explores many themes like family, love, and identity especially what it's like to be a member of the Latinx community in the U.S. In fact, parts of this movie were intentionally modified from the original musical to reflect the more contemporary issues that this demographic faces, such as immigration policies. This movie was so much fun to watch, and it definitely leaves you feeling happy, refreshed, and inspired. I was slightly disappointed that I couldn't watch this movie in theaters because it was definitely one that was made to be seen on the big screen. The epic musical numbers, there was actually one that featured synchronized swimming and 500 extras. All of those would have been so amazing to watch on the big screen and with surround sound in theaters. So hopefully, when the pandemic is truly over, I'll have the chance to see it in theaters. So if you're looking for something that is refreshing during the summer heat, something entertaining and that's suitable for the whole family to watch, check out In the Heights at your local theater. Or if you're in the U.S., it's also available on HBO Max. And last but not least, you guessed it, a Korean drama. My final recommendation is the K-drama Mine. Mine is a very suspenseful drama about two women who marry into a wealthy family that is riddled with scandalous secrets. The drama actually opens with a murder that happens on the family estate, but we actually don't know who the victim or the perpetrator is until the final few episodes of the show. So unlike many other dramas where a murder happens, you at least know who the victim is from the get-go. But in mine, you're kept guessing as to who is the killer and who is the victim. And it gets super tricky real fast because you soon realize that everyone has a reason to kill or be killed. Everyone is suspicious, from the two female protagonists themselves to their husbands, in-laws, babysitters, and even the maidservants. But as for why the drama is called Mine, it's because most of the central conflicts erupt because everyone is trying to either fight for or protect something that they consider to be rightfully theirs. Can't give any more details than that or else I'm going to end up spoiling some of the surprising developments. But it's quite fascinating what the characters consider to be theirs and the lengths they would go to maintain that ownership. So I really enjoyed this drama because it was very good at building suspense. Huge shout out to whoever did their post-production and editing because not only was it very slick and stylish, but it also threw you in for a loop as to what was going on. And I also really like the show's unique style of having me guess the identities of both the victim and the murderer. Felt like I was solving two cases instead of one. Also, visually, this drama was gorgeous. I don't know if some of you recall me recommending Penthouse, this other K-drama about rich people scandals, but mine is so much classier. Like in Penthouse, sure, some of the clothes and furnishings were probably expensive, but they also looked really gaudy. But for mine, everything's like a work of fine art. Every single outfit was stunning, and the mansions were also elegant and sophisticated. Actually more similar in style to the house in the film Parasite, but much bigger and grander. So if you're interested in some suspenseful, wealthy family intrigue, with gorgeous visuals, check out mine on Netflix. And that's a wrap for this episode. Do you guys have any recommendations on what to watch next? Let me know by connecting with me on social. You can find me on Instagram at the handle Debs_Speaking underscore speaking or at my blog, DebsWatchlist.com. Thanks for tuning in and I'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.